going on? I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. And I want to say hello. I want to say hello to everybody. It's so good to see you. And uh, right now we are uh, here uh, having a great conversation tonight about the monetization of sexuality and whether or not it's okay when a white woman does it, or but not okay if a black woman does it, or if it's ever okay at all. Uh, and uh, in fact, a lot of you may have seen, and uh, let me know, give me a yes in the chat if you saw this. Stephen A. Smith made a comment recently where he asked a really interesting question. He said, uh, is <clears throat> Kim Kardashian a prostitute? And, uh, and, uh, and, and I thought that was a really interesting question. I don't think there's anything wrong with that question. But of course, his bosses beat him immediately and uh, took him out to the barn and uh, said, you're not allowed to, uh, to disrespect uh, Miss Sally in that way. And uh, of course, here on this platform, we say what we want to say. And so uh, I have a special guest, Madam President, who's going to join me in the conversation. So as you come in and hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, I want to say hello to Madam President. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing very well. I'm saying hello from Iceland. I'm in Europe right now, so I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both in Iceland right now. And uh, and Madam President's part of my family. So we took a big old family trip and we're all hanging out here and uh, doing our thing. And so I want to say hello to everybody that's here. Well, Lisa Parker, shout out the city you're from. Let us know what city you're coming from. And also uh, make sure you hit the notification bell because black channels tend to get shadow banned due to digital racism. And in order to get away around that, we have to hit the hit the notification bell. So you'll be notified when we go live. So if everybody could take a moment and do that, that would be great. Uh, and also, I'm going to change the settings on the channel uh, going forward so that in order to even comment, you have to be a subscriber. So if you're not invested, then you can't be a part of the discussion because this is for intelligent black people to want to learn. So, Madam President, let me ask you this question. So. Um, I, I did a survey and I'm going to talk a little bit later about the survey results on whether or not Stephen A. was right about Kim Kardashian. But I'd like to ask you just uh, just that simple question. You know, is, is Kim Kardashian a prostitute? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what is the, the problem here. And I just want to say that, you know, we live in a time where white supremacy or supremacy, I'll call it supremacy, likes to redefine words. So they tell you. This word means black, but you know what? We're going to change that from black to mean something else. This this is the color green, but we don't want that to be green anymore. We're going to change that from green to something else. But I'm just going to tell you, according to what has always been America's standard of definition of prostitution, it is sex in exchange for uh, money. And as far as I'm concerned, Kim Kardashian is a high paid prostitute. Mm. Okay, so let me ask the audience, everybody in here, what do y'all think? Um, give me a yes or no, and I'm gonna reveal the survey results after that. Uh, I took a survey on on my Twitter. My Twitter is Dr. Boyce Watkins one. Give me a yes or no. Um, you know, with Stephen A, do you think Stephen A was right? Is Kim Kardashian a prostitute, or is she just a misunderstood businesswoman? Uh, what do y'all think? I mean, do you, uh, give, give me give me your answers in the chat, and let me know what you guys think. Um, I'd be curious to know uh, what intelligent black people have to say about this. Uh, okay, Kimberly J says she's not a prostitute. Lisa Parker says yes, he is. I don't know if she means uh, if, if Lisa means Stephen A. Smith or if Lisa's talking about Kim Kardashian. Asias says yes. Uh, let's see. My name is Corey. Okay, I just say I just see you. The letter U. Um, 
let's see. Okay, what what do y'all think? Anybody? Any other responses? What do y'all think? Do you think Kim Kardashian is uh, is is kind of a high paid streetwalker to some extent? Sells her body for uh, for sex or not? Um, you know, so Madam President, I, I want to ask this. So, so do you think that there is? So you said that there's kind of a bias that maybe if she was a black woman doing the same thing who had built her career off of a sex tape, it would have had a different outcome. Because what a lot of us know about Montana Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter, and what happened to her. Um, what What do you think? Do you think that uh, that this is that there's racial bias here? There's an absolute racial bias. This is what I love about white media. White media and white supremacy, what it does is it does whatever it wants to do. It has no standard. So all this time, we have a system that holds one group of people to a standard and then holds another group of people to a whole different standard. Now, America had said that all oh, the black woman is promiscuous. All oh, the black woman is um, objectified. All oh, the black woman is, you know, it, you, you don't want anybody around her mimicking her, her behavior. But here we are. A bona fide prostitute, a bona fide hoe, gets primetime television, gets number, get deal after deal after deal. Now, all of these companies don't have any moral fiber because if they did the same deal, you got Taraji P. Henson, you got Viola Davis, you got people who act for a living, don't bring in the kind of money that Kim Kardashian does. And the difference is, let me tell you something. I, I, I love this conversation because I just want to say this and I want people to be very clear on this. You can play this back 50 years from now. You can play this back 100 years from now. Beyonce Knowles is a singer, dancer, philanthropist, all of that, right? Beyonce goes to a, let's just say, some fashion show in Europe. She sits on the front row of a fashion fashion show, and who's her next to her? Kim Kardashian. How did Beyonce get there? Well, Beyonce got there from singing, dancing, writing music, running miles since she was a seven year old girl, just to practice and be presented to the world as some form of talent. Now, when you look to your right and your left, how the hell did Kim Kardashian get there? Well, she got there by having sex on camera, having access to rich celebrities, and then being in the same position, having sex, and her mother leveraging that sex um, sex tape, making money for the family. They said, well, let's just turn this into a phenomenon. I'm going to go ahead and put cameras in front of you. I'm going to, all that stuff that I said about having sex, you know, is not good. Having sex, poor women can't do that. Women without resources can't do that. I tell young women all the time, you can try to pretend like you can be Kim Kardashian, but it's going to leave you with a bunch of kids, a bunch of STDs, and a whole bunch of regrets. You ain't finna get a primetime show. You ain't finna get a deal with... um. Um, different brands and you ain't finna get a call from Tyler Perry to be in his next movie so you can forget about it so the standards this is what America does to young women all the time they tell you I want you to do this I want you to do everything right so that you can be X Y and Z and then those same standards that they set for you nobody else have them 
And then the black woman, I see the sister in here. I don't want to be disrespectful to the sister that's in the chat saying, no, she's a businesswoman. No, what she is, she's an example of a standard white supremacy. They don't have the same standard for you, sister. So that means that you're, you're, you're supporting what they do for Kim Kardashian, but they'll never do it for you. And I just want to say that even if you think about all the black people in our um, in the entertainment field, Think about the Damon, the Damon Wayans and their family. I want you to think about your favorite black actress. And I want you to think about their family lineage. You don't know any of their children. You can't name one of Michael Jordan's children. You can't name um, five all, all of my, Magic Johnson's children. All of the black people in America that have sustained wealth, they operate in a form of individualism. But all of the white folks, they operate as a family. That's why we talking about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> we talking about her and her whole family has been put on through a lineage of white supremacy and upholding standards that no one else can, um, that no one else have to have. So all I'm mm -hmm. saying is yes, Kim is a bona fide prostitute and I want you to keep playing it. I'm never gonna back down on that. And um, I don't recommend that black women try to mimic this behavior because America will make an example out of you. Ask Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. They denied her opportunity. They didn't give her any fame behind it. She was labeled as a whole. You don't even know her name. I can't even remember her name. Her father, my, 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 Montana Fishburne. Montana. So my point is, hey, you all can play this game if you want to. But if you let um, if you let white supremacy be your standard, it's also going to be your downfall. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and you're here on DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. I'm here with Madam President, and we're talking about a comment that Stephen A. made where he literally just asked a simple question. And of course, Stephen A., you know, he works for ESPN, and I've seen him get beaten, uh, just taken out back and 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 kind of pimp slap for uh insulting white women before i've seen this i saw that i've seen this happen where he wasn't in the wrong but they pretty much set him straight and in this particular case he was set straight because he just asked a question uh you know when you get in those spaces you can't even ask certain questions and all he did was he asked on his uh twitter page he said is kim kardashian a prostitute is her mother chris jenner a pimp and this led to so much backlash that uh, Stephen A. took the tweet down and he ended up apologizing. Now, um, as we as I discuss this issue, I'd like for everybody to, if you could, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. This is Madam President. And you're watching DrBoyceTV.com. Don't forget this podcast is also on Spotify. Uh, and Madam President, you can follow her on Instagram at one Madam President. Now, you, you hit a lot of topics that, Madam President, that did just kind of got me thinking you, you always do that you always kind of say something and i'm like man I, I didn't think about that that's a, gr a great point you brought up a beautiful young lady that a lot of people don't even know a lot of people don't even remember her how many y'all give me a yes in the chat how many y'all remember montana fishburn does anybody else remember montana fishburn larry fish lawrence fishburn's daughter uh who apparently from what she claimed was hanging out with kim kardashian and Kim, uh, and I guess she forgot that she wasn't white. And Montana, I guess, decided I'm going to go into a life of of dirty movies in order to uh, to get ahead. 
And, um, and, and, and I, and I hate the fact that she did this because I don't think that she's happy with her decision. I think that she um, has a lot of regrets. Um, it almost seems like this beautiful young woman, you know, just went out and ended up uh, ruining her life. I, I don't know exactly what happened or why she did it. I mean, they, I think I saw it. Well, there's a, there's, there's some picture of her, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, dressed, I guess, as if she's, I have no, I'm not going to say it. It looks like here she's facing prison time for a DUI. Um, and that's a mugshot. I mean, that that's sad, right? You, you don't expect Lawrence Fishburne's daughter to be in that position. And I remember she was talking extensively about how she was going to become, you know, the next Kim Kardashian. And, uh, and that did not happen. She just became another porn star. And, uh, and so, so Madam President, it seems like you were saying that, that when it comes to black women, it's kind of a different standard. Uh, I want to ask y'all a question. Give me a yes or no. Give me a yes or no. Do y'all believe that a black woman could pull a Kim Kardashian in this day and age, like make a sex tape and then be worth a billion dollars a few years later? What do y'all think? And as you as you all answer the question, I'm gonna tell a personal story about Kim Kardashian. Because um, besides the fact that I, I, you know, I do know Kanye, and I've talked to you, 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 a lot of y'all know that I talked to Kanye on the phone for a long time, and I, and I, I'm honest. I, I say things that get me in trouble all the time. Um, I just can't help it. I just got to say what's on my mind. And I told him, I said I would never would have married a Kardashian, um, you know, because I don't think a Kardashian is somebody I'd want raising my kids, because uh, I don't care how much money you have. I don't see a lot of dignity with that family. I don't see a lot of, uh, of you know, I, I, I see their rise as a reflection of a really kind of screwed up society, you know. And, uh, and, and and one point I'll make on this also is uh, guess who makes more money between Kim Kardashian and Beyonce? Who? Yes. Well, let me tell you, I looked up their net worth. Kim Kardashian's net worth is three times higher than Beyonce's. Beyonce's net worth, based on the Google search I did, but I, maybe there's more information out there. She's not a billionaire. She's worth $500 million. Kim Kardashian is worth almost one, about $1.4 to $1.5 billion. Can I so talk about that? Yeah, yeah, I- yeah. Well let, me, well, let me give you some more information. Then I'm, okay. I'm going to let you, I want you to take the mic. Also, Beyonce made half the money Kim Kardashian made. Last year, Kim Kardashian made $80 million. Beyonce made $40 million. And, uh, and, and in fact, speaking of Kanye, what's interesting is um, Adidas had a deal with Beyonce and uh, Kanye at the same time. Kanye's Yeezys were selling like crazy. You know, me and Kanye were talking about that in terms of the fact that Kanye has so much money. It's, it's just kind of crazy. I, I just didn't understand why he's throwing away the rest of it. But because I'd like for that to go to the community. But uh, Beyonce also had to deal with had a deal with Adidas and her, her stuff just did not sell like Kanye's did. You know, so 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 you wonder, you know, like like that differential there. Does that offend you, or how does that make you feel? How does that make all of y'all feel that that, that Beyonce works ten times harder, a hundred times harder? I mean, Beyonce's running and jumping and dancing and singing. She has to have talent. Beyonce could not make that money without talent. What do you think, Madam President? Absolutely, it's a problem. But the biggest problem with Beyonce, uh, this Google network, um, I know that Beyonce's value is skyrocket all of that hey think nasa okay all the way to the top to the moon i know 
However, let's just talk about that Beyonce, like you said, she has to work. She started working as a little girl. As a teenager, she's been working. She's dancing. She's selling out arenas. And you mean to tell me a woman who got a blowjob on camera is still making more? But let me tell you why. That's because the same women who support Beyonce is also supporting Kim. That means that there is all of these women, especially black women, like to be fence straddlers. They like to stand on the side of, I'm in the middle. I haven't really decided I'm for everybody. Well, the problem is not everybody is for you. So you can see that in the numbers. You can see that in the reflection of, man, and then what's so crazy is a lot of women, African-American women, black women, whatever you like to identify as, you go around clapping for every single person, but your own daughters, your own daughters are going to enter into this same world and you're framing the world for your own daughters and you're loud for the wrong one. And your own daughter is going to be feeling like an outsider because you've already told her not to be a hoe. You've already told her don't do anything for money. But then you go and be supportive to people that would do anything for money. <laughs> you literally are setting up your own children mm. for demise, for failure. That's what's so crazy about that. You know, sisters over here talking about what well, Kim Kardashian is a businesswoman. Let me just tell you something. Kim Kardashian is not a businesswoman. Kim Kardashian is a woman who uh, can suck a penis. She's a woman who has sex with high-end men. She's not a businesswoman. The business side of Kim Kardashian is her resources are so long that she has business people working for her on her behalf all the time. I will not give Kim Kardashian some sense of intellectual credit as if she's been in college and studying the same as Dr. Boyce Watkins. I won't give her the credit as if she came and got motherfuckers from the Underground Railroad like Harriet Tubman. I will not give her that credit. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Well, you know, she did do her Harry Tubman imitation. You know that she was getting black people out of jail and stuff and went to law school. <laughs> so, so, it's, it, it, so you, so you kind of, it's kind of interesting, you know, how despite the fact that Kim um, started her career the way that she did, it's almost like, you know, like she spent so many years trying to re almost like redeem herself to say, you know, I'm not just somebody who sold a sex tape. I'm also this person who understands the law, this person who's doing these social justice initiatives. Do you think, Madam President, what do y'all think? Do you think that that, um, you know, kind of exonerates her from some of that past? Or do you think that that's just always going to be there? You know, um, exactly, I can tell you, I, I know if I was Kanye, I'd, I'd feel pretty awkward knowing that my daughters are being raised in a family that has a legacy of, you know, looking cute and selling coochie and you know, and making a billion dollars at it, you know, it's almost like there's no sort of standard with that. Um, I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think that that is, uh, do you think Kim's kind of redeemed herself as she's kind of, cause she's older now, she's over 40. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I want to be fair. You know, I do want to be fair. I do want to be intelligent and emotionally intelligent to know that, you know, are we always our past? No. But there's just something about Kim Kardashian and the over-sexualization, um, her leaving, her marrying multiple men and then not really 
really being settled on any of the men that she's chosen and has chosen her at any point in time that really makes me believe that this is a woman that's just really disconnected from um, human experience oftentimes. Like there is nothing more important than the Kardashian family than money. They will go through extreme measures to ensure that money is always on their side. Now, what's so crazy is, you know, you have people like the Cos Bill Cosby, or I don't want to say Bill Cosby, but the Cosbys. You have people that, let's just say, we won't even say Bill Cosby. We have people that worked on the Cosby show. We have Black folks that have been hardworking in this industry of media and entertainment and has never, never received the support, the accolades, the invites that the Kardashian family has received. And not to mention a lot of the black men that sit around the Kardashian family. They are some of the most ignorant black men that you will ever experience. See, mm. a lot of folks think that being wealthy is auto is some form of automatic intelligence. And it's not true. Being wealthy does not mean that you are a smart person. Sometimes being wealthy means that your grandfather was a slave owner. Sometimes being mm. wealthy uh, means that you've been robbing folks for a very long time. It doesn't always equate to being decent. That's what we kind of associate wealthiness with. So you have black men that are going into that family thinking that they are family. And what I enjoy about the Kardashians is every time they let them know, nigga, please. <laughs> every, every black family that has entered into their experience have always, every black man, and what, what I also, in, I don't know if y'all ever peep game, but whenever you see the Kardashians, they have a new lover. The, you never see the new lover's family. You always see that the Kardashian works as a family unit. That's why they don't just have one millionaire, two millionaires. They have a family of millionaires. Because when you have something called white supremacy, you operate in a unified function. You don't operate just off one. So that means that um, you got people that has never done that in the space of being black because people won't even allow it. You, mm. you try to bring your mama them like, what, what's your mama coming to the meeting for? Well, my mama gonna come to the meeting the same as Kris Jenner. Yes, mm. yeah, my mama wants some of this too. You never have mm. people questioning um, what the mama, the sister, the, the, all of that. And not to mention just because we're on the subject, they literally stole Black China's daughter right from her, Black China, the uh, another stripper. Oh, oh. You talking about the black China married um, Rob Kardashian? Okay, got it. Yeah, and had a child, and they stole her. They um, LLC'd and incorporated the girl's name. They ensured that this girl dream Kardashian. None of the wealth that she ever would build will ever be associated with Black China. And if y'all, and the crazy part is black women, I'm going to cover your head because you are the problem here. The Kardashians don't thrive if you don't get your silly ass away from them, clapping for them. You're trying to clap for them and they are, they are not clapping for you. 
Some of you should have been on Black China's side, but you're on Kim's side because you think you can be a Kim. And I want you to come real close when I tell you this. You will never be a Kim. You will mm. never be a Kim because in order to be a Kim, you got to have a network that's working on your behalf. You got to have producers that's working on your behalf. You got to have a mother that's willing to sell you out. Most of us come from mothers that are decent. Most of us come from mothers that if they caught us in a sexual act, they would close their eyes. But who do you know that will look at their own child on a sexual video and says, I'm going to take this down to my friends and see how much money we can get for it? Come on now, crazy. I mean, I think that's 100 real, you know, because you, you know, I mean, think about how many parents sold their daughters to R. Kelly. You know, you and I are both from Chicago, and we know we know the we know the game. We know what we know what went down. He he, did, he had accomplices, and the accomplices, some of those accomplices were the parents of these children. But uh, anyway, but let's let's dive, dive, we're gonna dive back into this. But before we do that, I want everybody to know I'm talking to uh, Madam President, and uh, and we're discussing this recent incident with uh, Stephen A. Smith and Kim Kardashian, and uh, and him. Stephen A. asked a simple question. He simply said, "Is Kim Kardashian a prostitute? Uh, is her why is her mother uh, her pimp?" And uh, and so before we move on, do me a favor, everybody, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. You're watching DrVoiceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. And you're also here with Madam President. Madam President is our special guest. Uh, her, You can follow her at one Madam President on Instagram. She does content every day and you can see that she is good at what she does and has a lot of interesting things to say. And she ain't scared. And so um, if you want to follow uh, a black woman who cares about the community, who ain't scared, uh, just uh, follow her here. And also uh, this summer, don't forget, we have a new new movie coming out called B1 the Movie. And if you'd like to learn about the movies directed by Rick Mathis, uh, you can uh, find out more at B1TheMovie.com. It's, it's, uh, we're building a Black-owned movie industry, y'all. We're getting it done. Uh, we uh, have a lot of stars in this film, uh, from Riza Islam to uh, to Julian Gordon, Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, Queen Ofua, Vicki Dillard, and a lot of other extraordinary people. And so, uh, so what I want to do is uh, ask you all, uh, you know, what do y'all think about this? I mean, do you think that uh, we live in a society where anything goes? Do you feel like it's okay uh, to sell your child in order to make money? Do you think that it's um, do you think that this is a white thing or a racial thing, or you think we just kind of making stuff up? And I see, Madam President, I see you just came back in, and uh, let, let's let's dive into another part of this conversation. Uh, is everybody? Uh, and by the way, I want to ask everybody really quick: Could you take one second? Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Also, hit the notification bell. That's really important because channels like ours, black channels, get shadow banned because we talk about any and everything that's on our mind, including the pandemic and everything else. So, in order to get around that, we need you to hit that um, notification bell so you'll be notified when we go live. And also, some of y'all want some um, help making money, stuff like that. Uh, I have a free. Uh, text list you can get on where I will send you profit alerts of stocks that I like that I'm buying for my family. So if you're interested in learning what I'm buying for my family, just text the word stock to 31996. I'll send you Dr. Boy's profit alerts. Also, I'll send you our $5 a day investing plan, which any family can do to build wealth. Don't listen to the Negro naysayers who tell you you can't build wealth. That's just not true. You can do this. It's very easy. You can do it with less money than it costs to buy a Popeye's chicken value meal. So uh, just uh, text the word stock to 31996. Okay. So let's um so let me ask you about this, uh, Madam President. Uh, there was a brother by the name of Patrick Beverly, 
and Patrick is an NFL player or sorry, NBA player. Excuse me. He's an NBA player. And when Stephen A made his comment about Kim Kardashian, Patrick Beverly jumped right in. You know, he was uh, E40 had a term for that called Captain Sabaho. And uh, and Patrick Beverly jumped in and said, you know, hey, bro, don't you, you can't say that. I mean, he, he, he didn't even call her and he didn't say she was a prostitute. Stephen A just said, is she a prostitute? And is her mother a pimp? And he comes in and, and basically capes for her and says, she's a mom. That ain't cool. You can't say that about a mom. And that's what led to the backlash, which led to Stephen A apologizing. So what do you think? I mean, do you think that um, you how know, does that make you feel to see him kind of jump out there like that? Well, to be honest, I had to try to figure out who is this guy and, you know, like, I, where, where do I know him from? So I went and I checked him out on Twitter and I'm looking and I'm thinking, I was trying to see, when I went to Twitter, I was trying to see, is there a consistency behind his, you know, approach toward um, protecting women? And when I went to Twitter, I didn't see a consistency. I didn't see that this was an outspoken guy for some form of injustice. I didn't see that this guy was, you know, in support of women all over the world doing certain things. I didn't see him, you know, say, hey, I'm with women for teachers, women teachers. So for me, I felt like this man must be, uh, I don't know if he's trying to be on Kim Kardashian's next tape. Or if he basically <laughs> cares, no, yeah, no, if he truly cares about women, because I want him to continue to use that voice for women who are standing in front of a judge who's about to get a, a very biased sentencing. I want him to use that for the get um the economic um gap between white women and black women. I want him to use that same sentiment where it truly matters, but don't waste time using it for Kim Kardashian. She got the media, she got the, the attorneys, she got the lawyers all working on her behalf. He, on the other hand, could have just set this one out. But since you tapped in, we could use that same voice where it matters. Mm. Well, you know, I I tell you what, you know, there there were people who kind of, you know, sort of feel like, <clears throat> and I don't know if y'all feel this way, but it, it seems like you have these brothers that will jump out in front of a moving train <clears throat> for a white woman, and you know, a black woman's getting beat up and killed, and they'll just take pictures or or record a video for for World Star. You know, it it almost feels like a lot of black, black women feel that black men don't really have their backs in the same way they might have for a damsel in distress like a Kim Kardashian. Now, here's the thing. I don't think you can judge necessarily. I At least I choose not to judge Kim for doing what she had to do, right? Maybe there's a type of savvy <clears throat> that she followed. Um, Jamarlin Martin, who followed, who, who started Bossip, I went down to Florida and met with Jamarlin. I, I, I puked on his boat, you know, because I didn't, I got seasick on, on his boat. Me and him were talking. Uh, for a long time. And Jamarlin told me when he first started Bossip, because remember, Kim got her start on Bossip. That was the number one blog that she was on. It was really big at the time. And Jamarlin said that when he first met Kim and nobody knew her, he said she was very persistent about getting publicity. You know, she was very um, she would call them every day and she didn't care what anybody said about her. She would use that as an opportunity to get her name out there. 
because she had hung out with Paris Hilton and all this other stuff. She was Paris Hilton's assistant. And so she learned from Paris this really interesting game in America, how you can get really famous and make a lot of money with no talent whatsoever. You just by being a socialite. So uh, he, Jamarlin, you know, when, when he and I were talking, he told me that Kim would call him every day and say, hey, this girl, this lady called me a hoe. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all should put that on the headline. Well, this person said X, Y, Z about me. I'm going to issue a statement. So I want to issue it to y'all, you know, so, so she could get publicity. So she's very savvy in that way. Right. Like she knew what she was doing. Her mama knew definitely knew what she was doing. And uh, and and I think it's just interesting, though. I wonder if there it could be a black family that just says, OK, we're a bunch of people that have no talent. We're all socialites. Two or three or four of us are billionaires. Like, can you I mean, really, I want you all really process that. Right. Three or four of us are billionaires and we're billionaires because we basically date rappers and athletes and, you know, and show our ass whenever possible. You know, and I, I just really think that that is absolutely fascinating. Um, and, I, and I do also think, though, that maybe we just live in a world where black women don't get that same privilege, you know, because white people are buying most of these products. Right. So so but black people provide a type of cultural credibility that you see people use, almost like the way Elvis Presley sold more records than any than, than any black man would have sold singing the same songs. Right. Eminem sold more records than any black man would have sold making the same music. Vanilla Ice, like you can keep on going. You got other uh, Justin Bieber types, right? Um, is that just the world we live in? I mean, is that something we just accept? Or do you think that that's something that we should remain outraged about? Well, I don't know if outrage, I feel like the outrage should be happening, especially on an individual or a family basis. Like, Sisters should be outraged. Sisters should not be going around looking at their teenage daughters saying things like, yeah, you know, you can do what Kim Kardashian did. If a woman is saying that, then she is misguiding her daughter and it should be some form of child abuse because it's not going to happen. But if you wanted the world to do, if you wanted your child to go through the world, through that aspect, then you should be trying to do the framework of the world. And that's what I find so fascinating is that black women are still held to a completely different standard, but that's not even our culture. We don't even enjoy, you know, I always say this, if you want to be famous, that's fine. But at some point you have to determine what you want to be famous for. I don't want to be famous for just every single, I don't want to be famous for picking my nose. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be the world's greatest nose picker. Like, no, we have to determine what do we want to be famous for? And also too, I just want to just a real simple fact as it relates to um, black people and how we amp up so many different people. I just want you to know that Kim Kardashian was also Brandy, the singer. She was her assistant. That's how Han Ray J began, began to be um, intimate. So another thing is, too, Black people always are gatekeeping, but never to whiteness. They don't gatekeep towards whiteness. They gatekeep toward Blackness. So mm. you know, if you want, if you're a blue Black girl and you want to become an assistant to a Brandy or a Ray J, the odds may be challenging. But if you a a, 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 a white girl, the odds may be favorable. And I'm sorry, that's mm. just what it is. Because let me, and, and I, I don't get angry about this kind of stuff or upset. The reality is the social 
the psychological conditioning has been happening for so long. For so mm. long. That means that you got people that this is just their natural way of doing things and they do not have another option because the psychological damage is too far gone, like stage five cancer. And when you have stage five cancer, that's why some of some of these folks that's against me or against what I'm saying, you know, you you may be at stage five cancer. And when you at stage five cancer and the doctors have done everything that they can do, they say something very simple. And that is we're going to send you home so you can die in peace. And that's what I want a lot of black folks to know who feel like they don't have any form of responsibility or accountability to what's happening on a macro level. You may be at stage five and that's fine with me. I'm just going to yeah. send you home and let you go in peace. I'm not here to fight with you. I'm not here to convince you that my thinking is better than yours. This is just mm. my sentiment. Mm. Well, uh, everybody, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and you're listening to Madam President. Uh, Madam President, uh, I'm going I'm to put her uh, Instagram information up here in case you want to follow her. <clears throat> As you can see, she's a smart sister who has a lot to say. And we're talking about uh, Stephen A's comments uh, asking whether or not Kim Kardashian is a prostitute and if her mother's her pimp. And in case you want to know the survey results, I did the survey on my Twitter, which is Dr. Boyce Watkins one. And uh, I want to say, I, I don't have the, the, the number in front of me, but about 82% of you agreed. 82% of you thought that Stephen A was right. And, uh, and so th this is where we kind of are. You know, I think that you have the opinions of intelligent black people, and then you have mainstream America. And sometimes they're very different things, which is one, another one of the reasons why as black people, I think we have to have our own media, our own institutions, so that we can make sure our voice gets heard, too, along with everybody else's, because uh, I don't think the, that the white man's voice should be the only voice that we hear. Uh, and by the way, everybody, if you could, please hit the thumbs up button right now. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, if you go to Spotify and look up my name, you can find the podcast there. And uh, I want to remind everybody also, we get, we have a new movie coming out. We are building a movie industry. We've been working three years very, very hard on a great film called B1 The Movie. And I'm, we're going to do a big digital screening on our on a Black Movie Night in the Black Business School. But also, we're going to uh, do a red carpet in Atlanta, August 17th, Marcus Garvey's birthday. Um, so if you'd like to uh, join that screening, just go to B1TheMovie.com. It's directed by Rick Mathis, uh, starring just so many great people, Dr. George C. Frazier, Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, Riza Islam, just a lot of great people. Uh, Julian Gordon, uh, D1, speech from Arrested Development, so many smart black people. And uh, so if you're into that kind of thing and that's who you are, uh, then uh, feel free to go to B1TheMovie.com, B in the number one, TheMovie.com. All right, so let me let me bring up one other point you made, uh, Madam President. We were talking off camera, and this would be our last point before we finish up. You talked about one thing with the Kardashians that I thought was really interesting. You brought up the fact that the Kardashians are a wealthy family, that when the Kardashians operate, it's almost like um, – you have you they have they just have a family like a whole family tree full of billionaires like they have all these women with no talent i mean i, I mean i want y'all to just process this no talent you know fake booties same uh same you know a little surgery they all get a little 10 dollars surgery and they are able to go out and leverage that into billions of dollars now, now I'm gonna say this. You know, again, I, I talk. I actually talk about this kind of thing in my book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. I talk about how if you have that playmaker in your family, that person in your family who is the catalyst to say, "Okay, I made it. 
Um, now I'm gonna make sure everybody makes it. I it ain't about just me making it. I'm making sure everybody makes it. That one playmaker can change it all. Now, now to give you another example, y'all, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans is uh, is one of those playmakers. If you look at what happened with the Wayans family, Keenan gets put on, then Damon gets put on, and then all a bunch of brothers get put on. The sister gets put on. The whole family got put on. I think most of y'all probably know about at least four or five Wayans family members because Keenan felt a commitment to other people outside of himself. And, uh, and so while I will say, and I, I'd like to get your thoughts on this, Madam President, but while I will say that I don't necessarily think I'd want to be famous in the same way the Kardashians became famous, I will have to, we have to confess that in two generations, when this family sitting on a trillion dollars, the great grandkids are all, you know, have more money than all of Sam Walton's kids. Nobody's really going to think about Ray J or a sex tape. Like, you know, in the year 2075 or 2100, when the Kardashian family empire is worth, you know, $500 billion, ain't nobody really going to care nothing about no sex tape. That, that, that'll probably be par for the course by then. So what do you think about that? I mean, what Do you think there's something that black people can learn about the idea of saying, okay, I got put on everybody else in the family. Because if you look at Kanye West, unfortunately, there's nobody. I can't think of anybody in Kanye's family that became as rich as Kanye. Kanye only raps about how he's the most important person in the mm-hmm. room. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. And one of the things that um, we talked about that a little bit, and it's just a, a testament that when you look on the billionaires list, you're talking about Chick-fil-A family. It's a family. It's not just one of the Chick-fil-A men. It's like the, the man, the sister, the brother. It's the family. Heinz Ketchup, it's the family. Walmart, it's the family. The structure to wealth is family. And one of the things about the structure to wealth being family, guess what it requires? It requires togetherness. That means that, yes, you have to listen to your father when he says things that you don't agree with because nothing is more important than your stupid feelings, okay? How you feel is not more important than the wealth infrastructure of the family. But I got a bunch of black people who can get shot in the street and then go back to work the next day and nobody in this world will stop for them thinking that they don't even need their family thinking that they don't need to speak to their father. They don't need a relationship with their mother. They don't need no cousins. No, we need one another. You do not get to a a extreme amount of wealth on your own. And this is why so many black families are broke. I mean, I told you growing up, so many of my family in general, I'm speaking of my own family. Y'all don't get sensitive, start saying I'm calling folks broke. No, I'm speaking about my own family. I had a, my mother had me young, 15 years old. But what I noticed about this generational thing happening is everybody went out and gave their talents to all the jobs. Nobody was coming Mm. home trying to figure out what they were good at so they can work together and build something. This is what Mm. happens when you decide to work together, even when you don't always like what the other one is doing. But we are so toothpasted. We will rather make sure that the Kim Kardashian family stay rich and wealthy than have a demand for our own children. And our own Mm. children would be so silly minded 
thinking that they what they feel is the most important thing in the world. I laugh at that because I remember being a young girl. I remember being a teenager. Oh my God. I thought, oh, life was just how I felt was the most important thing in the world. And I'm just going to use this simple point right here. Growing up, you you say to your child, you know, no, he don't need to go. He doesn't, he or she doesn't need to get up at five o'clock in the morning. That's what black people do. He young. He don't need to get up at five o'clock in the morning. He too young for that. Well, guess what? You won't give him any discipline, any direction. Now he's 45 years old, getting his ass up at five o'clock in the morning, working at the fucking factory because you thought that he was too young for discipline. You thought that he was too young for structure and you are eating those words. Family is important and that is a one phenomenon to build wealth through family. But we, like you said, Dr. Watkins, family is a body, limbs. But what we do is we cut each other off. Now we sitting here with a torso and you don't have to be. And that's one of the reasons that we can't gain economic wealth. All of us. It's, it's just a, it's it's if you go into every black household, if you wanted to do the research, sir, I guarantee you it's going to pan out. Go ask 100 black families. Their five favorite people and how are they working together to build something? And you're going to mm. see ain't doing shit as a collective well a lot a lot of what you know what what really hits us the hardest um it, you're right is uh just jealousy crabs in a barrel right if you know and you see it happening in the community you see it happening with each other you know like um in fact in my book the 10 commandments of black economic power which is an amazon bestseller everybody can go get it um just so y'all know i ship this book i can if you go to boycewalkins.com i'll ship you a copy from my house from my family business, you know, my kids, um, you know, and again, I, I, you know, I had to deal with silly little men that uh, thought I was a simp because I married a woman with kids. Well, guess what? Those kids work for me. Those kids help me. I help them. Uh, I, I take, you know, I, and, and, and what people have to understand is that you can't sort of look at wealth from a individualistic or selfish perspective. You know, you have to look at it from a perspective of saying, you know, this is teamwork. How are we going to do this together? If, if I'm getting hooked up, how am I going to hook you up? Uh, and also, in fact, in, in my book, you know, the Ten Commandments, I even talk about even how we deal with black businesses that don't uh, make us happy, black businesses that disappoint us. You know, uh, I see a lot of, of crazy vitriol, you know, like I, I spent I spent some time this weekend talking to people about, you know, some businesses that in the community that they weren't happy with. And I said, look, you don't have to destroy a black man's business to let him know you're not happy with his product. You can either buy from somebody else or you can help correct him. You can help make the business better. And what we get into is that because there's such a scarcity of opportunity, because everybody's trying to fight to be, you know, the king of the hill and everybody wants to be the head Negro. Like I want to be the smartest or the best off in my family or in my group. We just try to destroy everything else and we take on that toxic energy so nothing can be built. So, you know, to, so to your point, um, the Kardashian family, remember, Along the way, there were choices that were made, whether you agree with the Kardashian family layout or not. And I'm not here to put the Kardashians on the pedestal, but you have to understand. Remember when Kim chose to be a hoe, let's just be let's just lay it on the table. I'm sorry, Kim. You know, if you're watching, you did that was some hoe, that was some hoeish stuff you did. Um, but remember, she could have chose to be a two dollar hoe, but she chose not to be a two, she chose to be a high price hoe. 
right? That's the first thing. That's that's product placement. That's you know, product development. She does not date broke men. She, yeah, she date all the ballers and the athletes and all that, and all of them do that uh, for branding. You don't see them run around with raggedy dudes, and or not. Sorry, scratch that. They might be raggedy, but at least they're rich in their own brand, right? I'm not even saying I agree with it. I think it's crazy. I would never. I'd be embarrassed to be on that show. But whatever, you're achieving your goal. Here's the second piece I want y'all to understand. Kim, sorry, uh, Chris. As much as you might have an issue with Chris Jenner, and believe me, I have a big issue with Chris from an ethical standpoint. I would not be happy doing what she does. I would not be happy if my wife did that with our children. We we get we have beautiful daughters. I would, I don't I protect them from that kind of thing. I would not want them to feel like they had to make a tape like that in order to make money. But um, if you're going to critique Chris in a negative way, you also have to acknowledge that. She has some sort of she keeps them on code. Black people. She has her children. If you look at the Kardashian family, they are on code like a mug. Like they they all they take these family photos together. They um they will they are they 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 all say on brand. They force each other to follow along with the company line like nobody. And, and Kent, so so you're right. I'm going to agree with Stephen A. Is, is Chris the pimp? Yeah. She's the CEO. She's the big boss. She's the HNIC. She's the big kahuna up in that mug. And she's like, I'm keeping all you hoes in check. <laughs> we gonna go out here and get this money. And but but it ain't gonna be no tiny money. You know, we're not we're not we're not petty with it. We we're we're Kardashians, and that does mean something to some people. And I think it's important to be able to acknowledge that even as you critique and criticize what they did. Now, let me show y'all another little stat. And Madam President, I'm gonna show you this now, then I'm gonna let you go because I know we, we wanted to do about 40 minutes. Check out this. If you want to know if, if some of y'all, how many of y'all want to build wealthy families? How many of y'all want families want to have a family legacy? How many of y'all want your families to just Go to the next level. I want that for my family. That was, I told my mama that when I was seventeen. I, don't, I never, I never talk. I don't talk much about it. But I told my mother. Um, I said I want to be that person. I want to be the catalyst. I want to be the one who changes everything. You know, I want to be the one who takes us to the. I want to be the playmaker for my family. And uh, and so here are the richest families on earth. If you want to know which families uh, are the wealthiest families, uh, here's a list I found from St- Statista, and the Walton family is by far the richest family out there. Sam Walton, I encourage you, anybody who wants to build wealth, go study Sam Walton and study what he did with his family. Don't don't study it from a um, uh, from from a subjective point of view. Don't get all emotional about the fact that he was white and you're not. No, he's a human being who made choices. Walton, Sam Walton's family is worth two hundred thirty eight billion dollars. He He's so rich. His fan, He left a legacy so powerful that he's got several children and grandchildren that are all billionaires. 238 billion means literally you could make 238 people into billionaires. That's crazy. That's crazy mm-hmm. that you could literally have 238 billionaires in your family tree, theoretically. Uh, the next family is the Mars family, 141 billion. I bet y'all didn't think about that. I ate a Mars bar today, Madam President. I didn't even think about the fact that the Mars family uh, is worth 141.9 billion. They didn't, they didn't, they, they, they didn't get a, a record deal. They didn't uh, sign a contract with the Dallas Cowboys. Ain't, ain't nobody trying, ain't nobody dribbling basketballs up in here. They selling candy bars. The Coke family, Coke Industries, Coke, the Coke brothers are a trip because people hate the Coke brothers, right? Because they're, they're very outspoken conservatives. But people and people will say, we're going to boycott the Coke brothers, right? 
do you know, Chanel, that they literally have so many businesses that it's damn near impossible to boycott them. They tried to boycott them and they had a list of like, like 80 or 90 different things that you buy from the Koch brothers that you don't even know that you buy. Right. It's crazy. They, they, they sell everything from toilet paper to, to Kleenex, to <laughs> like to the bathroom cleaner, like all kinds of stuff. Anyway, let's keep going. Hermes, uh, Al Saud, uh, Ambani, uh, Wertheimer and the Johnson family, Fidelity Investments. Those are the richest families on the earth. And I would encourage you, if you're building family legacy, family wealth, um, I, I encourage you to think big and outgrow it. One thing I like, one, one thing I also give Kim Kardashian credit for, again, because if I'm going to critique, I got to give credit, is that she does a really good job of kind of ignoring the nonsense, you know, um, even better than me. Like Sometimes I'll, I'll take the time to argue with somebody who's petty minded because I want to elevate their thinking. But then there's a point where you also understand that there's some people whose thinking is just stuck in the mud. Some people who are just going to keep on doing what they're doing and you got to let those people go. So all of y'all, that's my assignment to everybody in here. Um, the small minded people in your life, just bless them and release them. Let them do their, what they're going to do. But find your clique, find your crew, find your people that are sick of the nonsense, that, that want to get on code, form new habits, um, have wealth retreats, get together and talk about economics. I do that with my family. We get together and we just talk about each other's businesses and what we're trying to do. And uh, and then you'll find that your economic possibilities grow. So, Madam President, um, uh, I'm going to let you get the last word. But before I do that, I want to ask everybody, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. You're watching DrBoysTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. Uh, Madam President, her Instagram is one Madam President. That's all right here. And all the number one Madam President. And also this podcast is on Spotify. So you can look me up on Spotify. And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, we're going to do Stock Market Tuesdays on Instagram. Uh, so if you where you can come in and ask me questions, things like that. You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Boyce Finance. So um, I, that's the URL, drboycefinance.com. But you can also follow me at Dr. Boyce Finance. And uh, it's also if you want the stock alerts sent to you via text. Just text the word stock to 31996, text stock to 31996, and I will send you uh, stocks that I'm buying myself. I'll also send you our $5 a day investing plan, things like that. All right. So, uh, Madam President, any final thoughts on this Kim Kardashian stuff? Well, my final thoughts are, um, you know, the road to wealth is not extremely, it's not easy. It's not linear. It's not something just, just narrow. And all you got to do is, you know, I know the Internet is full of all you got to do is and then voila. Well, that's not the case. The reality is getting to wealth requires a lot of unified effort. It requires a lot of work. Kim Kardashian and the family of the Kardashian family, they are not wealthy because they had this idea and they did what Tyler Perry did. They didn't take it on the road and, and get theaters. You know, they had network friends. They had um, a father who had already did the groundwork for them when it came to um, resources and access. So my point is you may be in a position where you are starting alone but you don't have to stay alone. It won't be easy, but it is some form of possible. But we as a people, Black people in general, we have to redefine what is wealth. That's what I think that a lot of Black people need to do. I looked at Mars. I looked at the Mars bars. They were founded in 1911. We know what Black folks was doing in 1911. So, hey, here we are right now. We are starting at these moments. So, yeah, it's not going to take us as quick as them. But we can still do it 
when working together. I'm Madam President with a Z, and I'm 100% politically incorrect. Right on, right on. All right, everybody. Well, I want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us today on DrBoysTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. And uh, I um, also uh, will let you guys know I'm going to be back tomorrow so we can have more conversations. And uh, if you'd like to get a copy of my new book, it's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. It's an Amazon bestseller. Uh, feel free to go to BoyceWatkins.com or you can also go to drboycebooks.com either way. And also do not forget that the all black national conventions coming up, that's going to happen in, uh, it's going to happen in uh, Atlanta, October 10th through, or excuse me, October 20th through the 22nd. And uh, if you'd like to join us at the all black national convention, it is the largest gathering on earth of intelligent black people. It's an amazing family reunion. And, uh, and all we ask is that you bring your positive energy and you come uh, happy and ready to learn and grow. And uh, also we're partnering with the Black Doctoral Network, which is the largest organization in the country of black PhDs. And this is making black history because it's the first time that I know of, of an independently funded black think tank consisting of dozens, if not hundreds of highly educated black people who are there solely to solve the problems of black people. So uh, this is something that we need. This is something that's gonna make us better. And uh, our goal is to keep building and keep growing. So God bless everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, thank you, Madam President, it was real. And uh, we will see you all soon. So take care, have a good night, and uh, we love you guys. Peace. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Here we are.